0: From our international news desk of farming portal, AgriNewsNet and Red de Noticias Agricolas, we created this audiocast production.
1: South Africa's wildlife ranches can offer solutions to Africa's growing conservation challenges. Designated protected areas for wildlife, such as national parks, are the world's principal conservation strategy. But this model to conserve wildlife in Africa is increasingly coming under pressure. Changing climates, volatile economies and political systems, conflicting sentiments around wildlife management practices, like trophy hunting, and unpredictable events, such as pandemics, are just some of the threats that undermine conservation efforts. Many protected areas didn't fare well during the pandemic, particularly across Africa. Ailing economies and restricted travel reduced the funding and tourism revenues on which many parks depend. As a result, Half of surveyed parks across 19 African countries reported reductions in the protection of endangered species, field patrols and anti-poaching measures. These impacts bring into question the resilience of protected areas where conservation is funded by donations, state budgets and, in some cases, ecotourism. Additional conservation models are called for. One such model is wildlife ranching. We carried out a study which examined how wildlife ranches in South Africa responded to the impact of the pandemic. There are different types of wildlife ranches. They generate revenue from wildlife through a variety of activities including ecotourism, trophy and meat hunting, wildlife trade and meat sales. On some of these ranches, livestock shared space with wildlife. Some specialized in one or two of these activities, others had a more diverse income portfolio. We found that, On average, wildlife ranches were more financially resilient and better able to adapt to the impact of the pandemic than protected areas. Importantly, ranches with mixed systems of wildlife and livestock cope the best. In several southern African countries, including South Africa, Namibia, Botswana, Zimbabwe and Zambia, private landholders and communities are involved in conservation through various models which aim to benefit local people and wildlife. One of these is wildlife ranching. In South Africa, Privately-owned wildlife ranches span an estimated 17% of the land, over double that of protected areas. They play a major role in conserving South Africa's wildlife, including iconic species such as white rhinos. An estimated 5 to 7 million herbivores occur on ranches nationally. On these ranches, wildlife is used to generate livelihoods. Conservation is an outcome rather than a primary objective. The ranches provide 65,000 jobs, compared with 4,000 permanent jobs in South African national parks. Wildlife ranches contribute at least US$438 million United States dollars annually to the economy. Tourism in South Africa's national parks generates US$120 million United States annually. The Covid pandemic presented an opportunity to understand how a major global shock affected the ranches. To understand responses of wildlife ranches in South Africa to COVID, a cohort of graduates interviewed owners and managers of 78 wildlife ranches. They found that wildlife ranches that specialized in ecotourism, particularly international tourism, were the worst financially affected by the pandemic. Three in every four ranches lost more than 75% of their revenues. Ranches that specialized in trophy hunting, similarly dependent on international clientele, Also, commonly lost more than 75% of their revenues.
0: You listening to an audiocast production from our international news desk and production studios.
1: By contrast, ranches that generated revenues from a more diverse portfolio of wildlife based activities before the crisis fared better. Only one in every four ranches lost more than 75% of their revenues. Their activities included wildlife sales, meat sales, or meat hunting, often alongside international hunting or ecotourism. Notably, wildlife ranches that also practiced livestock farming suffered the least impact. Some even increased their revenues during the pandemic. Unsurprisingly, many wildlife ranch owners, 28%, reported reducing their operational costs to cope with diminished revenues. For instance, they decreased staff numbers and anti poaching measures. A report estimated 18,000 ranch employees were affected by salary cuts or layoffs. What was surprising is that cost-cutting wasn't the most common response. Far more common, 40% of ranchers, was to shift strategies towards attracting local tourists or meat hunters, often by offering discounted rates. Ranchers also commonly shifted their revenue generation to other activities, beyond hunting and ecotourism. These included packaging and selling wildlife meat or farming livestock. South Africa's national parks cover almost three-quarters of their operational costs through tourism, yet lost 90% of this revenue during the 2020 lockdown. This prompted the call for more diversified income streams going forward. While we highlight the importance of the greater adaptive capacity seen on wildlife ranches, compared with that of parks, we also recognize that not all adaptations will be good for conservation. For example, Reducing anti-poaching measures to cut costs is not ideal, and the longer-term conservation implications of scaling up livestock production should be monitored. It may enhance ecosystem functioning in some contexts. Ultimately, we need both traditional conservation tools like national parks and more pluralistic and adaptable approaches like wildlife ranches to ensure resilience of our natural heritage in times of change. Importantly, wildlife ranches should not be seen as, or measured as, protected areas. They are working lands and require different policy instruments and incentives. Governments could create enabling environments for more diverse land uses that include wildlife-based models to thrive, such as access to land and tenure security, avoiding over-regulation, and increasing skills development programs for managing both wildlife and livestock simultaneously.
0: This was another audio cast production from the International News Desk and Studios of CRA Media International in Pretoria, South Africa. We shared this audio cast internationally with our media partners in Europe and the USA.